0: Uh, City Council apparently has uh, either broken, ended, I don't know what's happened, but we've been able to extract Jason Farr, um, which we are thrilled that Councillor Farr is able to join us. Councillor, thanks for doing this tonight.
1: I, I was hesitant earlier today when you and I spoke because I was worried something like what just happened would happen and it happened.
0: What was that, that you would get stuck?
1: I was a seconder on a motion, Scott, uh, for uh, a Pride Festival that we wanted to make happen in less than 15 days, and uh, we needed to move a, an emergency motion tonight, and I was working with Councillor Johnson live on the floor. So I am so sorry for
0: being no, late. No, it's okay. Did you, did you at least, though, Councillor Farr, did you at least have the opportunity tonight to age successfully? I repeat that, sorry. Did you at least have the opportunity tonight to age successfully this evening?
1: We, we have that we have that and we have a pride festival hopefully it was a reduced amount but uh, yeah the, things happen on the fly and unfortunately uh, other things get lost and sometimes that means we take little longer than we're supposed to to get things done isn't that our theme
0: well that, <laughs> it kind of is that's, that's why I wanted to have you on and I appreciate you being a good sport to come on and talk about this because I'm happy to do it we have we heard today that there is now a new discussion with the LRT that maybe it should move to Main Street even though plans have already been done for King Street and this will certainly Certainly create new discussion and hold things up, perhaps a little bit longer before a decision is made. And this is certainly not the first time. We people who remember the Red Hill Creek discussion, certainly we've just been talking with Councillor Ferguson about the stadium. I've got a bet that the Pier Seven and Pier Eight development at some point will get hung up because people will be opposed to it. Some of them, uh, war, a ward boundary review will probably get hung up in discussions. Why does seemingly council fire, why does seemingly every major or significant discussion around this council table get drawn out so long and become divisive?
1: Uh, It's not everything that's divisive. Certainly last term of Council we were much less divisive than previous terms of Council, and it hasn't been a bad year this year, uh, notwithstanding uh, your first of many examples you just offered. Certainly uh, there is a whole community debating LRT again. For many of us who were entrenched for the last five, six years or more, uh, me the last five or six, um, you know, we've heard it's deja vu, we've heard a lot of what you're hearing now. Uh, There are some people who are just getting caught up on it, and that's fair enough enough, it is a massive file. Uh, and a little thing, a little part of it, uh, or as uh, I shouldn't say it's little or insignificant, but a piece among many, many pieces, meaning the main King argument, uh, that was a long, long time ago and in a few reports. So Council actually has uh, uh, made their decision on that line. Council has, and even in this term, moved motions that reflect a line on King Street. So I don't want to say part of the problem is guys like you and the media, Scott. Um, But what happens is we we build up an anticipation. You can um,
0: say that. That's okay if you want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We build up an anticipation and expectation uh, from debates. um, But maybe we fail to sort of have a... Uh, you know, that tagline at the end of every debate that says subject to possible OMB appeal or subject to a reaffirmation motion, subject to you know, these things come up and they happen and they tend to prolong significant usually it's significant uh decisions of ours, uh sometimes even years. Like to your point about LRT as an example, if Counselor Whitehead wanted to Um, creates more momentum than he's even created in the last 24 hours on the subject. And fair enough. It's a significant thing. He and I had a good chat about it earlier. If he wanted to really focus on Main Street, he more than anybody at this point should know, you are going to have Scott Radley saying, why aren't we getting ready for LRT five years from now? Uh, Sooner, we were supposed to have this ready to go by 2022. But... It's definitely a year, probably two, if we had to do the environmental assessments and do all those things we've already done on the beeline that through many votes has been discussed and approved by council. That is the King Street. If we were to say as a council, let's go Maine, you're talking, I already asked this question to Paul Johnson today, who fronts our LRT office, at least a year, likely two in delays if we wanted to switch the, the course of the history.
0: But does this stuff, because the perception is, Councillor Farr, that these things happen here. Again, the stadium became this long, protracted debate that seemingly nobody could ever make a decision on. It just went on and on and on. And Red Hill was the same thing. Do these happen elsewhere? I mean, does this happen in every other city and we just don't notice it because we're in Hamilton? Or are we unique?
1: I wouldn't say we we're u- unique. I mean, I was just at the uh, Federation of Canadian Municipalities Conference representing Council at Winnipeg over the weekend, great city, never been before, I know you probably have. Um, and and uh, Council big and small, uh, people from that, that represent the, their reeve uh, in small towns well north of Winnipeg, in Manitoba and places like Saskatchewan, uh, or, or in the B.C. interior, or in big cities like Vancouver and Winnipeg, uh, they, they, they have debates that can be divisive and drag out. I, I I mean, we talked about a few. That said, Scott, and and this is why you are, are happy that I joined your program today, many folks across the country... Uh, approached me and said, what the hell are you doing with the billion dollars? You got a gift horse here. What are you guys doing still debating LRT? And I explained, I smiled and explained that well, you know, we're, we're moving quite expeditiously and then, uh, with a team of people from both the province and uh, the city. Nothing has stopped on the file. It's just one councillor chose to put something on the floor that uh, the rest of us and now a large portion of the community are suddenly interested in talking about again, but it doesn't mean that the momentum hasn't stopped or that even uh, uh, the, the LRTB line, King Street, isn't going to be a reality.
0: From your perspective, it, do these things happen, do these elongations of debates happen because council puts thoughts into the public's mind, which then leads to debate, sure. or is it the other way around, where councillors are perhaps listening with elephant ears to every <laughs> single voter and deciding to take even no matter what, how, or how many voters there are taking these ideas to council, where does it where does it begin?
1: I think it's a combination of a little bit of everything. There are councilors who follow you uh, more than you may follow us. There are councilors who maybe poll. There are councilors who are very good at reading the tea leaves on issues, and because they've been doing it for as long as they have, and um, there are councilors that are 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 very good at finding opportunities to. Engage a larger group that maybe hadn't been engaged until that opportunity came along uh, and they see they see an opening and they take it uh, on an issue that maybe they've supported or or have been on the fence on and uh, this is my perspective by the way that I don't represent anybody else but myself well of course that, 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 that maybe they um, they've, they've kind of had a sort of less a fair attitude toward but uh then found uh you know I don't want to say that they're they're uh, flip-flopping or changing uh their vote on the fly or years later uh but they've seen an opportunity to present something that maybe they've been thinking about for some time, but kind of until this point had gone with the flow. So I'm not going to speak to anything specific, but those are the kinds of things that can uh, turn a stadium location debate from uh, what should be two months into a year. Uh, that can cause, uh, a lot of people to start talking about things they might have been thinking about a long time ago as to what street is best for a billion dollar infrastructure, game changing, uh, uh, vitality, uh, city building exercise like an LRT and, and, and so on. That could be, those are two big issues, but smaller issues too that tend to get caught up in the weeds. But I don't think, Scott, I don't think that our city is any different than not only any other city, but other levels of government. Um, we want to get it right, and and sometimes more than anything, the message that we get from the, the from the community, you know, if it's right there in our face, God, that people want to engage more on something, and and it's not anyone's fault that, you know. Well, we kind of did the public meeting in 1998, um, but if you want to talk about it now, I don't think any one of us around this horseshoe, including the mayor, would say, no, we're not going to talk about this now. Uh, We'll offer that opportunity. If that means sometimes that we, you know, uh, take a little longer than maybe you would like or others, then I think we're going to choose to take a little longer and get it right.
0: You are now in your second term of council. You've been on council for now six years, give or take, uh, thereabouts. Yep, And I'm guessing that before you found your way to the council table, you probably had a lot of the same thoughts that the public has. How, is Does it surprise you how different it is sitting at the table than sitting on the outside looking in?
1: Uh, I have a lot more respect for it. I think I, I was one of those rare uh, guys in the media that had respect for it then, too. I, 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 I had... Uh, uh, a very unusual interest in local and only local politics from a very young age, so when I used to do interviews, for example, I always like to do point counterpoint interviews, so I would have whitehead on with marula and and it would be about something like office budgets or something, and I would hear like from the guy who had the least expenditure and the guy that had the most on the same at, at the same time and I thought that was fascinating made for good radio too um, but um I listened. And so when I got here, I was somewhat uh, prepared five and a half, almost six years ago. Um, but the, 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 the bureaucracy is, is not, just, that, that's not just a bad word. It's, it can also be a good word, because there's one thing probably a lot worse than taking forever. And, and, and disappointing some people by taking forever. And that's screwing up. And that's doing something but doing it wrong. And if the reason for us screwing it up or doing it wrong and we do screw things up, uh, is because we kinda rushed it, then Hence the uh, vicious circle of delay, I guess. I know, and I listen to your program regularly, not, not all the time, but regularly, and I understand this is a bugaboo for you, and I appreciate it. it well, you know, I, I certainly brought it up in the past, and others in the media certainly bring it up, but we're, we're in a lot worse trouble if we screw something up than if we take too long.
0: Well, yeah, you know what, if you hurry things up and go too fast, speakers start to fall from the sky.
1: I heard. I don't have many details. <laughs> and I, I just I'm 15 minutes behind all day. No
0: but worries. Councillor Ferguson was on talking about it earlier, so I'm not oh, putting you on okay. the spot with that one. But listen, uh, we got to go. We got to get to a break, and you got some things to do. Councillor Farr, really appreciate you doing this today. Thanks so much. Thanks,
1: guys.